Hello and welcome to your Mindful Monthly Cycle, the podcast. I'm Rebecca, your host and creator of your Mindful Monthly Cycle online wellness programs. I'm here to guide and inspire you to embrace a more mindful menstrual cycle so you can benefit from improved health, wellness and vitality. With this will come a deeper connection to the wisdom of your own unique body and a more enriched way of life. I hope you enjoy this exciting journey of self-discovery. Each chakra is associated with certain emotions and that is what we are intending to clear and balance. So one example I'll give you in relation to the sacral chakra and if you're not already aware, the sacral chakra is one of our major energy centers. It's located beneath the navel going into the pelvic area and it extends out through the back into the upper part of the sacrum. So it's like the, the flat part of the lower back, the triangular bone. Uh, so it, that's where it is located on the back of the body. And repressed emotions can manifest in the area of the sacral chakra. So you may have heard this before. So some people will say this is where all your old emotions are stored. Um, so the word emotion comes from energy in motion, which is a reminder that emotions are supposed to naturally move through the body and be expressed. All energy should be in motion by nature. When our subtle energy channels and cells are blocked up with this old emotional energy that hasn't been expressed, it will prevent new emotions from flowing freely with ease through the body. It's important to note that not all repressed emotions are as a result of trauma. Emotions can also be suppressed, which is when we consciously choose not to express them. And what is also important is that emotional energy can become stuck in any area of the body, not just in the area of the sacral chakra. So if you're very self-aware and you're very much tuned into your own emotions, you may know where they are stored. It depends on the type of emotion. There is a theory that certain organs actually produce certain emotions. So emotions aren't all from the mind, the conscious thinking mind. That's not sort of the start of, of the energy as it moves through. Uh, so so there's, there are many theories behind this, but it's important to just remember that every single body is different. So for me personally, my emotions, if I know that I've suppressed, will generally be stored in the sacral area. So my lower back, I will feel physical pain and also in my chest. So my heart chakra. And this is sort of like my... Um, very very sensitive area 
So yeah, and even now, if I really tune in to my heart, I know that there are repressed emotions held here more so than in the sacral chakra. So I just want you to know that your body will not be the same as mine. It will not be the same as a theory that you read in a book. Your body is unique. So these practices are intended to make you more self-aware so you can journey through and explore your own body. And this gives us that empowerment it gives us the tools and the ability to self-heal. And this is one of my biggest passions. It's empowering people to self-heal. So repressed, suppressed, expressed. So the obviously the different terms relate to the different state of these emotions. So all emotions should be in motion and emotions can be suppressed when we sort of put that mask on so we just sort of go out and we face the world and you know we're in our working life and things might annoy us or frustrate us or upset us and we have to suppress because imagine if we all went round just fully expressing our emotions we'd all look a little bit crazy um of course it's it's a, a magical uh, thing to have the ability to do, but it probably would lead to problems in our society. So just having that awareness of when and if you're suppressing and then having the outlet to release those emotions in a healthy way, in an opportunity that allows is really important. So if you feel, for example, that you are biting your tongue with something, you could possibly ask yourself, okay, can I express this in a way that is more heart-led, in a way that is compassionate? So when we express more from the heart rather than from the head, we can let these emotions move through the body. And quite often it's when we're unable to speak to express the emotions that they become suppressed. Although vocalizing is not the only way to express these emotions. So I like to give the example of animals in nature. So especially in stressful situations. So if you've had a really stressful time at work or some conflict in family or relationship and you sort of, you feel it, don't you? It's like you're boiling up inside and you can literally feel the energy of those emotions that almost want to burst out of the body and if you think about animals in nature when they have been stressed they shake off so after the acute period of stress they will shake because what they're doing is they're shifting that energy out of the body and they do this instinctively intuitively so there are many different ways that you can express and help to shift this emotional energy. It doesn't necessarily have to be through speaking your mind. So just be open-minded and make this an explorative practice with the intention 
of decluttering the energy channels and bringing harmony and balance into this particular energy center. And I do like to use these practices with the heart chakra in mind because I know that that's where my emotions generally will be stored. So I hope all this makes sense. I always try my best, especially these days. You know, I've learned by experience. I've been the person that's kind of read things out of a textbook and kind of put my own spin on it, but no more do I do that. And just through life experience, I just try to be transparent and authentic in my teachings because I believe this is what people connect with the most. And we're all different, like I said, and I can't tell you how to feel or how you should feel. I mean, I can't even really set an expectation for you through the meditations. It's your own unique experience. Yoga is a journey of self-discovery. So it's just discovering the self at the absolute core of our being. Yes, we are all the same, but you think of all of the layers that are on top of that those layers that you've built up through a lifetime and even before, they're so unique. So I value that more than anything. And I really hope that you enjoy the practice that we're going to do shortly and trust that you will let go of what you're ready to let go of. So it's important not to really force anything and have such high expectations. It is a journey and sometimes it's a long game. You know, we can't sort of get things shifting through the body that have maybe been stored there for decades. We can't just do that in one meditation practice. It might take multiple different types of practices and therapies and lots of different healing modalities to, to get things to shift. So, yeah, it definitely is a journey of exploration. And I always say that you will receive whatever it is that you're ready to receive. And you've arrived here listening to this for a reason. So let's begin to tune in and just become aware of your sacral chakra. So we've said where it's located. Sometimes it's nice to just place a hand here and just start to feel into the energy center or even direct the breath into the energy center. So I know straight away now I'm putting my hand here and I'm really starting to feel the subtle energy. For me, this is obviously a much easier process because I work with subtle energy every day. But if this is completely new to you, I know I've worked one-to-one -one with my coaching clients and they're just... They don't feel anything for weeks and weeks and weeks. They literally don't feel anything. And then one day it's like, oh, there it is. I can feel subtle energy. And then there's no going back. And so, yeah, just starting to become aware of this area. It can be a sensitive area for some people. So even just placing your hand there, sometimes people find this uncomfortable. So just taking a moment here just to feel and breathe into the sacral chakra. It's quite interesting that the element associated with this chakra is water. 
And it's easy to remember this because water flows. Energy flows. Emotions should flow freely like water through the body. And the associated color is orange. So if you struggle to tune in and connect with the energy center physically, you can close down the eyes and just visualize it. Visualize it as an orange wheel. And it's like a a light energy. So as in light, as in sunlight. Um, And this can help to connect with the subtle energy. So just visualize the color orange. Again, textbook. It might not be orange for you. So some people, when they visualize here, they'll, they'll see a different color. They might see green or blue. So we just use that color because it is the color that's associated with it if you want to visualize. But as I say, it might be different for you. So as you're tuning in, I'm just going to give you a little bit more information about the sacral chakra. So in Sanskrit, this is Svadhisthana. So sacral chakra is called Svadhisthana in Sanskrit. And this translates to the dwelling place of the self. So when you start learning the theories behind all of this, and then we go off raw experience, the felt experience, it's like a jigsaw and the pieces start coming together and it enables you to connect deeper with that part of your being. So the dwelling place of the self It's the energy center related to self-expression. So how we were saying if we suppress and we've got uh, repressed emotions, it means we haven't expressed ourselves. A lot of this can be stored from childhood because we sometimes we don't know how to express or we may have been silenced or, you know, we've been conditioned, haven't we, since birth really to sort of fit into society. We haven't been encouraged to express our unique, authentic selves. So, of course, it makes sense that we will have blockages in this area until we do something about it. It's also related to desire, creativity, relationships, sensuality, sexuality, pleasure and joy. So there's lots of nice, nice spiritual and emotional and social aspects to this energy center. So if you imagine it's all free flowing, there's no blocked emotions, it's just free flowing. You imagine connecting with those feelings, you will really get in touch with your feminine energy. And when it is flowing and, you know, the energy is moving freely, we will naturally be able to express more freely our feelings and emotions and not necessarily, as I said earlier, by vocalizing, but by our general energy. So the energy that we carry. So we express ourselves in many different ways and also our actions and our creative juices will also flow freely and we'll have 
healthier relationships with ourselves and with others. And we know that repressed emotions, they're not only stored in the energy channels, they, they actually become stored in the tissues of the body. And this can affect our relationship with ourselves and others. So when we're all blocked up energetically, how can we experience pure joy and the soft and flowing nature of sensual feminine energy? Because we're going to be all rigid and stuck. So I just want to share a quote here by Dr. Candace Pert, who is a neuroscientist and pharmacologist. And I share this when I do my coaching because it's a really good quote and it's a little bit more sciencey than the way that I would word things. So she says, when emotions are expressed, all systems are united and made whole when emotions are repressed, denied, not allowed to be whatever they may be, our network pathways get blocked, stopping the flow of the vital feel-good, unifying chemicals that run both our biology and our behaviour. I'm going to put that quote in the show notes so you can read it. It's so powerful. So, we can sort of work out there how this is related to the terminology that I use because I'm referring to the subtle energy channels and this life force energy that moves through the body. So she's referring to it as the vital feel good, the unifying chemicals that run both our bi biology and our behavior. So it's all sort of related uh, to what I've mentioned so how are you getting on? Are you connecting with your sacral chakra? Has it brought anything up for you? Try and place your hands on the back of it as well. So this can be quite powerful. Placing maybe two hands on the back and just feel the, the energy coming through from the palms of the hands as well. That can be really healing just in itself. Yeah, so I hope, like I said, that this makes sense. If you're completely new to it all, you might need to listen to the podcast again or maybe just do a little bit of your own research online. Um, yeah, I mean, I find it all fascinating just through my own felt experiences and then connecting with clients in a physical sense because um, I have my hands on lots of bodies nearly every day. I do massage and Reiki and different forms of healing. So and you do start to see patterns. You really do start to see patterns occurring in the body. And you can almost feel, you know, if there's that stuckness, if that's a word. And, um, you know, in the tissues, some people have very soft tissues and you can, you can just tune in and feel that their energy is flowing so freely through the body. And then the opposite sort of end of the spectrum you literally feel that, that, that it's stuck, you know, you, you can feel it with your hands that that energy is stuck and it becomes quite hard and the body is rigid. And as I say, it's not just in the sacral chakra area. Once it's in the tissues, then it's obviously in many other different areas of the body. So I will uh, leave all of that 
with you for now. We are going to do a meditation practice. Um, we'll do a little bit of self-reflection first. So if you want to pause and maybe grab a journal or you might want to just pause and just stay with the sacral chakra and just see if you can tune into it a little bit further before we move on. Um, so yeah, we're just going to do the self-reflection. Bear with me a moment because I have got this typed up, which I need to just jump into the document. Okay, here we go. So uh, we're going to do like a pause and reflect exercise. So this is where you tune in and ask yourself some questions. I think I've used the term tune in enough now. <laughs> Um, let's just become self-aware. That's another way of saying it. Let's become self-aware and just see if you're able to feel, acknowledge and locate any trapped emotions. And if this is very sensitive, if it's a sensitive topic, if it's bringing up things from the past that you're very aware that you have buried and you've made a conscious choice not to go there, be mindful because if you're really not ready, then as I say, you might want to just skip this part. Uh, so yeah, just feel, acknowledge and just see if you can locate, not just in the sacral area, but if there's anywhere in the body where you feel there are blocked energy channels or the emotions are being stored in the cells. And the next part of the self-reflection, can you think of a time when you felt frustrated or angry and you weren't able to express your emotions? I'm sure we could all think of a hundred, but if there's one particular time, maybe it's a time that has been quite recent or a time where it's sort of a trigger for you. So maybe in childhood. So and you weren't able to express it. So this is a time now where we can actually connect with those emotions and choose a way, a healthy way to express them. For me personally, and this doesn't work for everyone because I have advised it for people and it hasn't worked, being honest there. So for me personally, those repressed emotions for me have to be vocalized to be fully, fully released from my body. So in the past, I have gone out into the middle of nowhere in my car and I have screamed, shouted, cried, expressed these emotions and it was not pretty. <laughs> I've sworn, you know, I've, I've really used my voice to say those words that I really wanted to say in that time and wasn't able to. And I've done it to the point where my voice has been, yeah, damaged a little bit. And I've had to sort of heal that physically because I've screamed so loud that it's actually hurt my voice a little bit. So that's just me giving you some of my personal experience with this. 
it may or may not work for you. I love to also express through dance. So I'm really big on connecting with music and moving my body and using my voice, whether it be chanting, humming, singing, shouting. So they're my two biggest ways to express is movement and through my voice. Maybe different for you. So maybe time to just have a think about that. Some people like to write things down. I have done this myself before where you write down what you couldn't express and then you can tear it up or burn it and that's kind of releasing it from your body. Um, That's really powerful for some people, but not so for others. So just pausing this at any time to make any notes, journal, feel into your body, anything that you want to do for self-reflection. And do you think your emotional energy is balanced and in flow? Because you may feel that as well, which is really amazing. So if you think, oh, I feel really free and able to express and move and, and I'm really becoming aware of this energy moving freely through the body. So it may go that way. Are you able to communicate freely in your close relationships and also sort of with work colleagues and, you know, if you're with day to day conversations and things, it might be that you're suppressing with those. So just thinking about that as well. Uh, I've had this with family, friends, you know, where you really want to say anything, say something or express your authenticity and you felt like you can't. And it's usually because you'll be judged or you'll be seen as, as something, you know, it's something bad. Yeah. Cause we do, we have this sort of uh, fear, don't we? Fear of upsetting people and it's usually to our detriment. And so maybe with this, you can practice saying how you feel out loud, alone. And sometimes this will actually release the emotion. It will release that and express it without you having to say it to somebody's face. So there's lots of different ways that we can work with this and free ourselves up and express. We don't always have to express in front of other people we can do it on our own we can practice this alone so just saying how you feel out loud it's moving that energy through the body with the voice and we'll just go on to a couple more of the self-reflections and then we'll do the meditation so have you had The willpower, so we're we're going a little bit off topic with the emotions here because the sacral chakra relates to desire as well. So desires and desires can be healthy or unhealthy. And I will just note here before we do this reflection exercise that a yoga teacher trainer once said this and it's one of those lines that really stuck with me. Um, that most people live out their entire lives stuck in the energies of the root and the sacral chakras. So the root chakra relates to survival. The sacral chakra relates to desire. So if we're living in that state of survival, so we go to work, we earn money to buy the things that we want to buy. It's that survival, desire, survival, desire. It's almost like a, a wheel. 
And in Buddhism, this is one of the teachings. So when people are stuck in the wheel, they're not choosing the spiral path of expansion, which is where we move up to the, the higher chakras and we do connect with the authentic self. So it's taught that in Buddhism that neurotic wants are unhealthy desires. So instead we need to focus on healthy desires that will serve us rather than destroy us. So I know I've just gone a little bit off topic, but because we're talking about sacral chakra and I have this in my notes, I thought I would just mention it. So we'll just do we'll just do a couple of the reflection practices on that sort of side of the sacral chakra. Um, so one of the questions is, have you had the willpower and strength to control any unhealthy desires? So a lot, we've got a lot of addiction in our culture, haven't we? Unhealthy desires. One example, picking up your phone. <laughs> Bad habit that I think we, we all sort of fall into from time to time if not all the time so that's just one example an unhealthy desire we don't need to constantly be picking up the phone the mobile phone so have you had the willpower and the strength it really does take a different kind of strength and willpower to say no I'm not going to pick up that phone because that's the default mode is to grab the phone that habit so what helped you to become aware of it and make positive change? Sometimes it might be that someone said, you're always on your phone. Or someone's said, you know, said something that, that's triggered you to think, hang on, they're right. And I have got an unhealthy desire. Or it may be that you've just become aware of it yourself. Maybe you've just become aware of it right now. So we always have the power to make positive change. So it's about controlling those unhealthy desires. And we're all human. We all have them. It's usually to do with overconsumption of something, whether it be food, alcohol, any other sort of indulgences that are just really sort of classed as normal, aren't they, in our Western society? So try not to judge yourself for any type of desire. It's all part of being human. And we can only really do better when we know better. So this is why I like to focus on some self-reflection practices just so you do develop that sense of self-awareness because um, this is really important when we're on a path of healing and expansion and that self-discovery. Right, so I am going to now guide you if you wish to join me with this meditation practice. We're going to listen to some beautiful music, solfeggio frequency 417 hertz, um, which relates to the removal of negative energy. So we'll try not to focus too much on what it means. Let's focus on what we can feel. So as you hear the music starting to play, you can either be seated or lying down. We're going to just stay with that sacral chakra awareness. Whether you want to visualize the color or just place your hands there, or you may just want to direct your inner focus into the sacral chakra. 
And let's start to just relax all the tissues. Allow everything to become soft. And even if you're seated, just thinking about keeping a neutral spine, dropping the shoulders away from the ears, softening the jaw, inside the mouth, neck, shoulders, allowing the hips to become heavy. Allowing the body to spread like water. Let's bring an affirmation in now. My feelings and emotions flow freely. My feelings and emotions flow freely. Let's allow that affirmation, that mantra to feed in to the body through the inhale, allow it to move through all the cells and then allow it to manifest in the area of the sacral chakra. My feelings and emotions flow freely. And just like water flows down a river, despite obstacles, despite the rocks and the things that seemingly are in the way it still manages to just move with ease and flow in the direction of nature the natural flow of the water in relation to the natural flow of the emotions that in mind just allow yourself to feel the positive aspects of the sacral chakra so desire creativity sensuality sexuality joy just connect with those feelings and just see what happens in the body see if things just become more effortless and in flow.
And just stay with this, stay with the affirmation and the feelings, the positive feelings associated with the sacral chakra. And you'll hear another few minutes of the music. And then you can just return whenever it feels good for you.